Hey, Jacob. Yeah? We got to tell the listeners about Beerez Coffee Company. Oh, their coffee for gamers by game. That's them. 100% free trade Colombian coffee brewed right here on the Gulf Coast in Pensacola, Florida. You know, that sounds perfect for all night gaming sessions, no matter what kind of gamer you are. Video games, tabletop, card games, Beerez has what you need to keep sharp. They got all kinds of flavors to choose from, like good for gaming light roast, or my favorite, the Necro Medium. You know, I like a good dark roast, like critical gaming dark. You can even add flavors to your coffee, like iCast Fireball, which is a fireball whiskey flavor. Yeah, and if you can't decide what you want, then just try out their specialty sample pack. Look, whatever your coffee of choice is, they've got you covered. Head on over to BeresCoffeeCo.com and use the code OMPODCAST at checkout for 10% off of your order. So I look like I'm about to tell a spooky story, like Halloweeny. Yeah, like you look like the opening of that Jonathan Frakes show uh, of the <laughs> what was that show called? Oh God, what was that show he was on? Let me look that up. Uh, I was like, would you believe me if I told you that you the events you just saw? Uh, <sighs> Frakes spooky show. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, Beyond Belief Fact or Fiction. Yeah, that was it. Jonathan <laughs> Frakes just puts his knee up on something. It's like, would you believe me if I told you that the you know events that just transpired? You know what's funny is to go back through, uh, you should make a drinking game out of old Star Trek episodes, Next Generation, and every yeah. time he sits in a chair weird, take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jonathan Franks don't know how to sit down right. Have you ever watched him sit? Like he yeah. sits down so weird, and I figured it out because I met him in at Pensacon. Yeah. I'm six foot three, and he's got at least a good four to five inches on me easily. Really? He's so a he's, big boy, huh? He's almost seven feet tall. Like the dude is ridiculously big. Wow, I didn't know that. I felt like a little kid standing next to him. I was like, holy crap. It's very rare I have to look up to someone. It says on the interwebs that Jonathan Frakes is 6'3", but that could be wrong. No, he's way taller than 6'3". There's no way he's 6'3". Six, six, he's got to be at yeah. least 6'7". At least. That's crazy. Maybe he was wearing platforms. You know what he said to me, too? I met him, and he goes, hey. he's like, got a nice beard. I was like, thanks, so do you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm surprised he wasn't like, hey, I, I knew someone who had that haircut once. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I was like, I'm kind of a, a cross between Captain Picard and uh, number one, because I yeah. look like Captain Picard, but I have a beard. I'm kind of like number two from Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> who does number two work for? <laughs> Uh, rest in peace Robert Wagner oh man he did pass away recently didn't he Uh, he passed away a couple years ago did he yeah why am I just now finding out about this he passed away before Vernon Troyer passed away I think really yeah and Vernon Troyer passed away a few years ago too uh Robert Wagner um he's still alive Wait, what? Yeah, he's still alive. No, there's no way, dude. He's still alive. 
holy shit i thought he was dead i was that's what i was gonna say like i don't remember him dying dude this might be a little dark but Sidney Poitier died recently, and when that news broke, I was like, "Holy shit! Sidney Poitier was still alive." <laughs> I thought he had passed away. I thought he had died like years ago. Me too, dude. I thought for sure Robert Wagner was dead. Holy shit! It was like an Abe Vigoda died. I was like, dude, I thought that dude died like in the nineties. <laughs> Did you watch that old, one? dude? Have you ever watched the shows he was on, like? um Oh, what was that cop that show he was on back in the 70s? And he was old then. Chips? Not Chips. Uh, crap, what was the name? Uh, I know, he was old in The Godfather. Oh, yeah. Abe Vigoda. So I guess this is just going to be an episode of us looking up actors and see if they're <laughs> still alive. <laughs> I oh, he, guess he played so. Phil Fish in Barney Miller. You ever seen Barney Miller? I've seen a couple episodes, yeah. Yeah, he was on that show. God, he was old then. Like, this picture of him, yeah. you look up, if you Google Abe Vigoda, this picture's got to be from, like, the 60s, and he's, he looks like he's, like, 70. Man. Yeah. There are some people, dude, who just, they're, it's like a fucking flip switch, and it's like, <laughs> well, I'm old now. Yeah, it was like they turn 30, and they just, like, boom, they, they're, like, instantly 70 for the rest of their lives. Yeah, right. Have you seen that old show that Robert Wagner used to be on called To Catch a Thief? Uh, sounds familiar. I used to fucking love that show, dude. Robert Wagner was the man back in the day. You know what show I used to love, but the uh, theme song scared the crap out of me, was uh, um, Unsolved Mysteries. And then they did a new season of it not too long ago, and I still haven't seen it. Yeah, that sounds like something that people would be into nowadays with the true crime and all that shit. Yeah. But it's it's such a messed up show because I like a good ending, even if it's not a happy one. I at least like to have mm. you know some uh, some finality to whatever story yeah, right. they're giving me. But unsolved the mysteries is straight up just like this is shit we never solved, so you're not gonna get any kind of like like uh, any kind of denouement at all. It's just like this is like people are still missing. We don't know who killed this person. Every once in a while, they would do an episode where they're like. Uh, so like they would go back and like, uh, update, like if something happened in a case. Yeah. So, every once in a while they would do that. Dude. Um, I don't know why anyone would watch that kind of show. Like that's, that's like getting a hand job from somebody yeah. and like, being like, I'm going to come, I'm going to come wait, stop, stop. We, uh, just we just got, um, th this is a uh, breaking news right now in, uh, our, um, open micers production chat. Uh, the new flavors for B Res Coffee include King Cake. Where's the baby? A King Cake flavored <laughs> roast. I'm so fucking into that, dude. I love King Cake so fucking much. Dude, you're I'm not, a Mardi Gras baby. You're not the only one, man. Everybody loves King Cake. How can you not like King Cake? You have to be a My monster. birthday was. Not my like birthday was on Fat Tuesday like three years ago. Like, now, my birthday is on Fat Tuesday. Now we know years. how Fat Tuesday got its name. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a Fat Tuesday when you're Jacob Craig, boys. <laughs> Should we read our fucking ads and like start a show? I thought we were already started, but yeah, you can go ahead and read the ad and I'll play the music. All right. So, this episode of the Open Micers Podcast is brought to you by that dirty, 
filthy, stinking motherfucker, BJ DeBlow. He knows exactly what he did, and he would have started his own podcast, but he was too chicken shit. Oh, and this show is also brought to you by Mr. Mike Eveland. If you like Jay but think he's too good looking, try the Justice Court, hosted by Jay's fat twin, Mike Eveland. Found wherever podcasts can be downloaded. And you know, when I asked Jay and Reynolds what he wanted his ad read to be, he said, Oh, just roast the shit out of me. So, Jay and Reynolds might look like the kind of person that buys cigarettes for underage kids, but he's actually the kind of person that gives underage kids money to buy cigarettes for him because he's not allowed in that gas station anymore. Not only that, but he looks like he would shoot up a Burger King if they got his order wrong. (laughs) All right, let's play some music, man. Uh, Here we go. That music usually means it's Wednesday night, but it's actually Monday because we have to do this on a different night this week. And we're not live. We're, it's like, it's, and it's so dark in here. Like, I wish you could see it right now. Like, I got candles going. And I just saw the candle, yeah, and your Superman painting reflection yeah. or whatever. It's like open micers after dark all up in here. Ooh, it's going <laughs> to get a little sexy. <laughs> My name is Jason Robbins. I'm Jacob Craig. And yeah, we're going to shoot the shit a little bit on a Monday night. Uh, this Wednesday is actually my anniversary with my girlfriend. So oh, happy anniversary. To, uh, thank you very much. Uh, three years together. Um, many more to come, I'm sure. And uh, yeah, man, we're going to go see Spider-Man, um, get a nice dinner, that kind of thing. So yeah, we, uh, we rescheduled the episode. And we're not going to have guests for the rest of January because there's going to be a lot of weird shit going on. Yeah. So me and Jason are going to do host episodes. <laughs> About 30 minutes each. Just shoot a little shit, man. Yeah. It's, uh, but it's actually going to work out, even though we don't have a whole lot of uh, guests this month. Next month is super stacked. Oh, dude. Next month, our guests are, are you know, prime rib, dude. Pretty yeah. good fucking. I'm proud of myself of the guests that I got in February. I sent no shit, at least 100 emails to people <laughs> of, for, like, the month of February. And I got on... Three really great guests and a really great local guest who's been begging to come on our show. So yeah, I'm pretty proud of what I what I did. And uh, um, one of the guests next month is actually uh, video game related, so I'm going to put it on here and on the uh, the Nerd Cave Retro feed, so we can get some of those listeners over there to check out this show a little bit. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, dude. It's about time that we did like a crossover with Open Micers and Nerd Cave Retro. Yeah. There's been a little bit with Derek on this show and me hosting Nerd Cave with you, but um, dude, I feel like we uh we didn't really get a chance to look back at 2021 cuz you know we had a guest in here last week and the last week of December mm. we had a guest. So, dude, how fucking great was 2021 for this podcast? It was great for this podcast, not much else. Yeah, not it was shit for everyone else, which is which is why it was really good for this podcast because no one was fucking doing anything. Yeah, uh, is it? Does twenty twenty one just feel? I I know twenty twenty felt weird, but God, twenty twenty one felt at the same time like a week long and a hundred years long at the same time. Okay, so <clears throat> maybe try to follow this analogy. It might not make sense. 
2020 was like Matrix Reloaded, right? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't fucking need it. You know what I'm saying? We didn't need Matrix yeah. Reloaded. 2020, or that, that was 2020. Okay, 2021 was like Matrix Resurrection. We so fucking don't need it. We so don't need it to happen. Why is it happening? Why does it keep going? Like, that's how I envision those years. It's just when you think about it, like, I think back to like the whole January 6th thing. And God, that felt like it just happened. But then I think, yeah, right. I got my first vax, what, in March. And Mm -hmm. that feels like a million years ago. Dude, it feels like Kobe just died. (laughs) When did, did that happen in 2021? That happened in 2020. Jesus. That happened in February of 2020. And it feels like it just happened. Dude, and then, yeah, and then Eddie Van Halen dying. Like, when it passed back around, what was in early December or something when he passed? I was like, it's been a fucking year already? There's no way that we cannot talk about Bob Saget tonight on this podcast. Dude, I know. Like, do they still not know what he passed passed away from? No. All the, what came out today was a coroner's report saying that there was no foul play and there was no drug use. What? So he wasn't killed and he, and he didn't overdose. He just died Did he have like sleep somehow. apnea or something? I don't know, dude. Because that's when, I, when that first happened, I immediately assumed, oh, he OD'd. Like, right? Like, he definitely OD'd. Yeah. No. Hmm. I mean, he was 65. That's not young. Maybe he just yeah, has bad genes or something. it's not old either. You shouldn't be just... Dying for no reason at 65. It well it could have been like how John Ritter died. You know, he died from like a, a just a sudden brain aneurysm. Well, no, his was a heart related issue. Yeah, heart like related un- was it? undiagnosed uh, congenital heart thing. Okay, it could have been something like that because like people with with brain or heart problems like that that just don't go to the fucking doctor and get it diagnosed. Could have been a brain aneurysm. Could have been something with his heart they just didn't know about and yeah. just boom, died in his sleep. Crazy. But yeah. Dude, I I wrote this on Twitter the other day about how I'm at the age now where all of my heroes and icons are starting to die, and I don't mm-hmm. like it because it's like one after a fucking other, man. Yeah, dude, Betty White just died, and now Bob Saget died. Like that's that's two comedy legends just just gone within a week yeah. of each other. And, and I mean, you know, Eddie Van Halen, Neil Peart. Like all my musical influences growing up are passing away, and it's like they weren't mm-hmm. that old either. You know, Neil Pert was only like sixty-five, I think. Eddie was sixty-five. You know, uh, yeah. Bob Saget's sixty-five. Like, is that a sign that I'm gonna die at sixty-five? Like, what is happening? It might be, dude. It really <laughs> I might. I only be. have twenty-one more years left. Yeah. Dude, I'm so sad about that. So I have a few friends who have worked with Bob Saget, and I'm never going to get the chance to work with Bob yeah. Saget. And I he always was... wanted to because that dude is so ridiculously funny. And he's so dirty, too, dude. Like, what, like I kind of, whenever I figured out, like, what kind of comedian I wanted to be, like, my idols turned into, like, Gilbert Gottfried, Bob Saget, like, that kind of person. Yeah. And I listened to uh, Bob Saget's Aristocrats joke from the Aristocrats documentary yeah. when he died. And that guy. I think that's was on just, Amazon Prime, isn't it? 
Yeah, if it is, you guys need to go watch the Aristocrats documentary. And Bob Saget has the best Aristocrats joke I think has anyone's ever done. And he just does it off the cuff in like a public place. And it's uh, regarded as like the dirtiest joke ever. Yep, it is on Amazon Prime right now. You can go watch it. Go watch it, guys. I mean, it it's Bob Saget, John Stewart. I think Gilbert Gottfried does an Aristocrats yeah. too. On it was that. directed by Penn Jillette, who um, yeah. I'm a huge fan of. Uh, Penn Jillette himself, but Penn and Teller. Um, so yeah, go watch that like right now. Yeah, dude, fuck it. I don't give a shit about Danny Tanner, dude. I just, I'm <laughs> sad that Bob Saget's dead. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like when I was a kid, I was never a big Full House fan. I mean, I watched it occasionally, but I just never was really into it. It was America's Funniest Home Videos. That was my yeah. big thing with him like i i religiously watched that show and even though he was like he had the worst jokes ever it was something about his <laughs> delivery of these bad jokes that actually made yeah. them funny <laughs> so well him and, and the, norm mcdonald were close friends like yeah. that's a lot a lot like what norm mcdonald did and now you know he did all the little voice like the all the videos and stuff he would do voiceovers up for him for everything like it yeah. was it was cheesy, but it was funny at the same time. And then I remember, you know, in the early 90s when I actually saw him do stand-up for the first time. And it was, like, mind-blowing because he was so mm -hmm. dirty. And I was just like, this is the same guy that, like, does cheesy jokes on, uh, you know, Funniest Home Videos and was, like, the dad on Full House. And this dude's just, like, mm -hmm. just as dirty as you could get. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's like the the dirtiest comics that you can think of are the nicest people ever. Yeah. Like Gilbert Godfrey's <laughs> a fucking sweetheart. Um, who else? Uh Bob Saget, obviously. Yeah. Like I and this is this is a, a I don't know if this is a story I should tell, but I, someone that I'm friends with on Facebook posted about this that um the first time that they had ever met Bob Saget, uh he was opening for him. And his girlfriend had just broke up with him. And he was like sitting at a table crying. And Bob Saget came over. He's like, hey, what's wrong? And the guy said, oh, my girlfriend broke up with me. She was the reason I moved to L.A. And Bob Saget said, oh, don't worry. She'll be fat. I promise. <laughs> like, that's the kind of person that Bob Saget was. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I never got to see him live, though. <clears throat> that's my biggest regret. I never got to see him live. Well, he still has tour dates, so maybe we can go down to Jacksonville and see, <laughs> see <his laughs> what ghost. they're going to do. <laughs> yeah, Maybe Dave Coulier will stick his hand up his ass and do like a weekend at Bernie's type yeah. thing. <laughs> uh, that, but, uh, yeah, that sucks, man. Like that, that was completely out of left field when mm -hmm. that hit. Like I didn't, I, would, I didn't even see it online. It was a friend of mine texted me and said, Bob Saget's dead. I was like, what? No way. Yeah, right. I mean, it, it, that's the kind of person it's like, you know, you never expect them to just die yeah. like that because they're not like because there are celebrities that we watch like when Betty White died. My first words were finally like <laughs> we knew what was going to happen and it was going to happen soon. But Bob Saget dying is like, wait, really? Yeah. Like it's just it was that's totally unexpected because he hadn't like like Norm Macdonald like Norm Macdonald didn't even mm -hmm. let anybody nobody knew he was fighting cancer yeah like he didn't tell he was... anybody like 
Nobody knew, but I mean, you go back and look at those specials uh, that he did the last couple of years, and you could tell he was kind of, he kind of had, um, you know how when people are fighting cancer and they have like, you know, they kind of get like bloated a little bit? Yeah. You know, yeah. you can look and see it now. You're like, oh yeah, he was doing chemo and stuff. You can mm-hmm. tell, but at the time it was just kind of like, ah, he's just getting older, you know? <laughs> my uh, my favorite Norm MacDonald joke is uh, when... S- Someone says, Norm, you know that Hitler's dead, right? He said, what? I didn't even know he was sick. <laughs> so I say that about Norm MacDonald now. And, you know, we didn't even know he was sick. Yeah. But, dude, we should make a, we should make a Deadpool for 2022. No. Who else is going to die this year? I don't want to. <clears throat> Come on. I don't want to. No. All right. We've got me. We've got um, <laughs> uh, the Queen. She should definitely Dude, fucking get it this she's year. She's never going to die. I, I feel like in an ideal world... She's she going to outlive fucking... both of us. Yeah, maybe. Just out of hate. Yeah. And racism. And uh, um, inbreeding. <laughs> she's yeah. got, like, you know, that uh, some weird chromosome that's going to, like, make her lift to be, like, 175. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think, uh, I mean, Miley Cyrus might bite it this year. Why do you think that? I don't know. I just don't like her. <laughs> I like Miley Cyrus. I think, Why? I, I think she's one of the most talented, uh, like singers out there right now. And they're in a, in a sea of not much talent because she can actually sing. I don't know about all that, man. <laughs> Have you... Have you looked at the pool of music that's out there right now? It's not good. I'll take Taylor Swift over Miley Cyrus any day. Dude, of the week. no, Taylor Swift is awful. I love Taylor Swift. If you ever feel like a plastic bag, that's her, right? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I've heard like I mean, one, it's... I've heard one of her songs. I think, and I, if you've heard one, you've heard them all. Yeah, I guess so. They're all about her. Um, losing relationships and it's not her fault so that's i want to get famous so i can date her and then break up with her and write a song about her before she can write a song about me you know what (laughs) maybe you're on to something but i'm not single so you're gonna have to take that up we have to hurry up and get famous so you can date her and then you can write a song about her before she writes a song about you yeah i uh I don't know about you, but I have I have a few goals in mind for 2022. Like, what are your what are your goals for like comedy and the podcast for this year? Just to get the shit out of this town, man. Dude, get I- the shit out of this <laughs> town, boy. I want to start doing open mics again out of town, and you know it's been rough because of COVID. Like, especially over this last year, it's like. Some of the out-of-town places we used to do before COVID are, are, are never coming back. And those that did, uh, they're, they're coming back and shutting back down. Like, you don't know mm-hmm. what's what and what's going on. And it's just hard. It's really hard to yeah. spread out and do comedy right now. The one week me and you were going to go hit up some open mics, I went to the hospital. So, Yeah. <laughs> Diabetes. <laughs> It wasn't even because of diabetes. Well, I guess it was because of diabetes. Yeah, 
I had to I had to have a talk with my coworkers that's like, hey, if you come to work, you can't be sick. Cause I got that shit. And dude, I I haven't lost a cough from when I was sick with that shit. I've been coughing ever since. <laughs> like it when I get sick because of the diabetes, like my immune system barely fucking works. So yeah. like they they literally landed me in the hospital the week before Christmas. Nice. Yeah. But um Dude, my my goals for for this year, I mean, I want to get like some really big name comedians on this podcast. And I feel like we can at this point yeah. because I mean, we've gotten fucking Sean Patton, got Mo Alexander, all these other people. I want to get Mark Norman on this podcast. That's been something that I've wanted to do for a while because Mark Norman does shitty little podcasts all the time and he is one of the best comedians working right now. So that's a goal that I have for 2022. Get Mark Norman on this podcast. I want to get a cool guest for May the 4th, because that's on a Wednesday. So I want to get a really cool Star Wars guest for yeah. May the 4th. And uh, for comedy, dude, like, it's kind of difficult, because I've done clubs, right? And I've headlined, and I don't know if realistically I will be able to go past that yet. Cause the next step after that is doing theaters, mm -hmm. but my next step is to like do a theater show yeah. in comedy. Well, I feel like if COVID would not have hit me and you were both on a course to, yeah, actually we would have probably been doing theaters now for a while and we would have been traveling probably together yeah, if we could, but we would have been so much further along if COVID yeah. hadn't have hit. One of my last shows before COVID was at a comedy club. So, and it was near where a comedy theater is at, uh, Shenanigans Comedy Theater. So, I, I mean, I would really like to do a show there with somebody. Our friend Ernie Kenimer said that he wanted to get me over at the Stardome Comedy Club. I'd love to do shit like that, but it's all of that stuff. It doesn't matter how talented you are. It matters how good your tape is. First of all, and I don't have a good tape. I'll admit that we're going to try to fucking fix that coming up soon. That's another thing. If you're listening to this on the tw in your local on the 26th of January, which is a Wednesday night, we're doing a Netflix style taping of our sets at uh, the juke joint in Ocean Springs at 8 p.m. Uh, no cover. So you can just show up, watch us uh, film our sets. Please laugh. <laughs> if something's funny, don't just. <laughs> You know, like yeah. actually act like a, a a comedy audience, and uh, so our reels look really good, and we can start getting booked in bigger places. Right? Yeah, I've, I mean, that's I've a big taped part a few it. times before. We had a professional taping at the Juke Joint like a year or so ago, and it yeah. just didn't come out that great. And uh, I was like, man, really, uh, we need a little bit better production this time around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think we have it, too, because the Juke Joint hired a house guy to do uh, pictures, film, that, and audio, that kind of thing. So I think it's going to come out pretty good this time. But, you know, another thing, too, is, like, it, it depends on who you know with all that stuff, especially around here. Because on bigger scenes, I mean, I, they're looking for fresh blood all the time. There's not, you know, there's gatekeepers, but not like there is down here. Like, if you don't know the, this fucking person, you're not going to get booked at this club. Yeah, and I don't know those people to get. Well, I have clubs. some contacts myself personally. I have some contacts uh, to get into some of the bigger clubs up in Jersey and New York. I just need to get my butt up there. I need to get a tape. 
I need to get this tape really good. I need to send it. Um, the, you know, they're waiting for me to send some stuff, and uh, hopefully, I can get up that way and do a few things, and and maybe move up there if things go well. You know, I, I have a place. You know. I have friends up there that, you know, uh, that really would like for me to move up there. And if I could do that, that'd be great. But, you know, it's like everything's so kind of up in the air right yeah. now. It's just kind of hard to make plans. Yeah, that'd be awesome for sure, dude. I mean, New York, like, I feel like I personally would thrive in the yeah. New York comedy scene. Because, like, that's the kind of thing where you go in this fucking cellar, all your cell phones are taken. And you're actually just trying out like edgy new shit, seeing what you can get away with. And that's the kind of comedy that I uh, try to do. So yeah. I, I would, I would fucking love to go out to New York. Uh, what thing, are your, I, I want to grow the listener base of this podcast. Cause that too. Yeah. You know, we, I need to figure out the way to do that and grow it to where it starts growing exponentially. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to suggest to you that we should take a little bit of our um, patron money every month and uh, start doing some sponsored ads on Facebook yeah. with that money. So. I just don't know if our target audience is on Facebook. <laughs> I just, I yeah, mean, I, I feel like our, so. I don't know. Our target audience is probably in prison, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, does anybody really use Facebook anymore? I do, uh, but that's just because it's the one that I understand. I don't get Twitter. I don't get Snapchat. I don't get TikTok. So I use Facebook. Yeah, I got to figure out a way to start doing TikTok clips for this podcast. Yeah, yeah that would be dope. That would, that would, uh, so if anybody out there ha uh, knows, uh, how to do good TikTok clips, get a hold of us at openmikerspodcast at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, we'll have our intern do it, I think. Yeah, BJ to blow. Yeah, BJ, we'll have BJ do it. <laughs> um, if, and if he doesn't do it, he is fired. So. Mm -hmm um dude where do you think your comedy ceiling is like what are your overall comedy goals like what do you think you could realistically get done realistically i'd like to i mean i don't know if i'm <laughs> i don't know if i'm headliner material enough to be like you know headlining stadiums and stuff i just don't see that for myself but i do see myself being able to do uh like theaters at some yeah. point like that's probably my realistically that's my ceiling is to be able to tour around doing theaters. You know, I'd like to have a Netflix special or any kind of special, um, you know, one or two, that'd be nice. And, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, the sky's the limit, but I mean, I've been in the entertainment industry for 25 years now and I've had the rug pulled out from under me so many times that I, I don't set my sights too high anymore. Yeah, that's true. Set yourself up for disappointment that way. Yeah. But for me, I mean, I, I think it revolves around people mostly. Like, I, I regret that I'm never going to get to work with Norm MacDonald or Bob Saget. I would love to work with Gilbert Gottfried. I'd love to work with Tom Segura. Uh, I'd love to get into theaters. I'd love to do more clubs. I'd love to go on tour with someone big, like, mm -hmm. you know, Mike Mo Alexander or someone like that. And I mean, that's, that's really where I think my ceiling is, man. I just like, I'm a good guy to bring with you that, you know, is going to do well. And if your food just got backstage, you can be like, Hey, do an extra 10 minutes. Like I can, <laughs> I can fucking do that. Yeah. But 
I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I, like I said, <clears throat> I'm not trying to sound like a downer or anything. I'm just trying to be realistically realistic yeah. about my goals. Like I, I oh. think, you know, eventually getting to where I could do theaters would probably be where I would, the highest I could get. Yeah. Cause I'm not, and, I'm not the type of comedy that's going to sell out uh, an arena. Yeah. And that's the top 1% of comedians that even get into theaters, by the way. Like, I mean, if you're opening for people in a theater, you made it like there's yeah. the amount of hacks out there compared to the amount of comedians that are funny enough to work theaters is, you know, a million to one. So yeah, man. I mean, I just feel like I got so close to that point and then didn't get to that point. So I'm going to get to that fucking point. Yeah. I missed that feeling like right before the pandemic hit, you know, I was working on a 25 minute set to open for Brent Terhune. And that was going to be like, you know, like that was the biggest thing I'd done to that point. And that was going to be kind of like my launching point to be like, Hey, if I can kill it <clears throat> in front of him and impress him, you know, I'm, I'm just going to keep going and the sky's the limit. But then COVID hit and it's like, well, shit, what do I do now? Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's all about getting them credits, man. Yeah. Speaking so, of which I'm opening for, uh, Nick Yusuf this Thursday. Yeah. How's that? How's that going to, uh, how's that? How, how do you feel about that? Are you excited? Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I'm not necessarily nervous. Cause I mean, no disrespect to Nick Yusuf, but I I've, I've opened for people, you know, bigger than Nick Yusuf. Yeah. But as much as I love that guy, as much as I think he's fucking hilarious and I want to try to get him on this podcast too. He, he, uh, he didn't get back to me, but I'm <laughs> going to talk to him in person and try to get him on here. But uh, yeah, man, it'll be cool to have worked with someone who's been on Joe Rogan before. Like, yeah. that's something that I can't say until now, because no one else that I've worked for has been on Joe Rogan. So, I mean, it's cool to have that one degree of separation, I guess. And <laughs> you know, man, maybe, maybe he'll be like, hey, I need an opener for this place, whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully something like that happens. We're doing a, uh, what's the thing we're doing Friday? So it's a uh, comedy competition Friday at the same venue, Alabama Music Box. Uh, it's going to be the winner gets a hundred dollars and a spot to open for Shuli Egar, who, uh, you might know from the Howard Stern show. Okay. So yeah. Awesome. So we'll but, be, uh, I think we'll that's be pretty much that. an episode, man. Yeah, I think so. Um, so if you're listening to this, when it releases Friday morning and you want to go watch us in, uh, mobile, mobile, Alabama, <clears throat> we're going to be at the Alabama music box Friday night. That's right. So I think, yeah, I guess that's going to be an episode. Um, like I said, this uh, this month's going to be a little dry as far as guests go. But uh, but man, next month you you guys are getting a you guys you're getting the uh, this is just the bread this month, and then you get the meat next month. <laughs> oh, you're getting meat next month, boys. <laughs> you are gonna get this meat as much as you want of it. All month next month. You're getting a big as much meat as you can handle. Big fat beef hot dog next month. <laughs> Jacob looks hungry. <laughs> oh, I'm so hungry, dude. I think I'm hungry and gay. Nice. Um, uh, <laughs> all right then. 
nothing that's else all to I say about to say. that. <laughs> no, that's all I had to say is I'm hungry and gay. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. And, um, yeah, we'll uh, see you next week. Let me play some music here. If you'd like to email us, you can email us at openmicerspodcast.gmail.com. Uh, we are at Open Micers on Twitter and Instagram. Open Micers Podcast on Facebook. Uh, go to openmikers.com. Takes you straight to our Patreon where you can support the show every single month. And if you want, we'll roast you at the beginning of the show. So if you want that, go give us a buck a month. And we'll see you next week.